0: But at the same time, it has to be some reciprocity. True. Unfortunately, some of our people, not all, some of our people lack professionalism. Yes. They they think, well, you just have to support me because I'm black. Mm -hmm. Whether it's a contractor, whether it's a physician, whether it's a real estate agent, whatever Mm -hmm. it may be, Mm -hmm. we just have to support me because I'm black. But you're not doing a good job.
1: True, true, true. Everything
0: black on black. If I studied that facts on facts.
2: Welcome back to another episode of the Black is New Rich podcast. And today we got a very special guest. I honestly consider him a thought leader because I was doing research on his content and it 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 presented thought-provoking emotions. So I I didn't want to ask him about it while like we were conversing through DM. I wanted to bring him on the show so he can explain himself further, but I don't want to keep talking. Can you please introduce yourself?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. Thanks, Corey. So my name is David Grant. Um, My uh, background is I'm trained as a social worker. So I have my MSW. So my master in social work, and currently I'm pursuing my PhD studies. So that's my doctorate studies in public health sciences, where I'm focusing on looking at mental health and illness amongst Black people internationally, of course, looking at in the Canadian context, but looking internationally and looking at treatment, assessment and conceptualization of mental health and illness. So looking at psychiatric disorders and how we conceptualize it and how we can really bring Africa back into the center of how we Uh, really address our mental health and wellness in our community. So I do many other things. I write legal reports for the Sentencing Project. I do various independent consultation. I also run my own counseling slash psychotherapy business called Global Mind Emancipation. I do provide lectures on respective issues pertaining to African people from economics, mental health and wellness health in general um so i do a whole bunch of different things but most important, i'm dedicated to seeing african people advance and be the amazing people we've always been so thank you amazing
2: it. did you know that the black dollar leaves the community within six minutes That's why we are excited to introduce the new Black is the New Rich app designed for the Black community to be more intentional about where we spend our dollar. The directory consists of mostly financial services like real estate agents, financial advisors, tax consultants, mortgage agents, videographers, photographers, and many more. With our app, you can easily find and connect with quality services that are owned by Black entrepreneurs. And to ensure the integrity of the service on our app, all directory members are held accountable if they receive multiple bad reviews. Our mission is to circulate the dollar and provide quality services to our community. Download the Black is the New Rich app today and start investing in your community. <laughs> That's a long resume right there. Congratulations, for one. Before we get into like what you're doing right now, mm-hmm. I want to get into a little bit of the background information. Sure. When did this switch happen? When you're growing up to be like, you know, I want to take on such issues. Excellent. So,
0: <sighs> I always tell people I actually didn't want to get into social work. Really, which is crazy. <laughs> like, you know, because now I I couldn't see myself outside of it. Yeah. I initially want to pursue psychology why so i grew up i grew up in scarborough i grew up in different parts of scarborough more so on the north end um so Lamarro and you know millican so near alton towers so okay, yeah. um you know i grew up around there but i also grew up going to various programming in, in malvern in galloway in Chesterley. yeah so i guess you could say i'm a true scarborough man yeah. right and growing up there scarborough we know is you know predominantly black brown yellow so mm-hmm. jamaican Sri Lankan East Asian specifically Chinese and growing up there you see the tight-knit communities um you know manifesting itself Mm -hmm. and which is beautiful but at the same time you would see I'd see a lot of conflict sometimes intercultural yeah but intracultural as well so within with with our respective African diaspora communities right and seeing this stuff I also well seeing it in my family not only the conflict, but seeing the homelessness, mm-hmm. seeing the people talking to themselves, seeing people with very low mood, seeing people who are always angry and all these different things, it really brought these questions of why this is occurring. Mm-hmm. But then what also brought questions to my to my mind was why is this being neglected?
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: go into the schools and I would see a lot of my homies engaging in very, you know, being very angry and clearly distressed. I'd know the home backgrounds they come from. Yeah. Don't teach your care. Yeah. No school social worker care. I didn't even know there were school social workers growing up. Yeah, me neither. Because <laughs> but, I didn't see them. Mm-hmm. I knew about the school psychologists because they always diagnosed all the black kids with ADHD yeah, and ADD. Yeah, yeah. So all of that to say, I had all these questions. I took the I, t- I was taking the TTC from the time I was 11. Yeah. You see a lot on the TTC, especially yeah. with Kennedy Station back in the day and on the subway. Mm-hmm. My point is I saw all these issues, and I really want to know what about it, what, you know, why this was happening. I want to know it from a biological standpoint, but most importantly, a psychological standpoint. Mm-hmm. And so I really started to, by the time I was 12, I was an avid reader. So I to read a lot of urban literature. So by Sharon Draper, for instance, a lot of black urban dramas mm-hmm. from there that my mother had me reading that, you know, bio the of Malcolm X. Yeah. And, you know, by then I was reading other respective literature, looking at, the black condition, as I would say. Yeah. And I started to put pieces together. And so by the time I got into university, my pops, said, you know, maybe you should pursue social work because psychology, you have to do your PhD. Do you really want to do that? No. I'm like, I'm not sure. Decided to pursue social work, which gave me a more widespread understanding of the intersection between social issues and psychological issues and anthropological, which is study of cultures, mm-hmm. issues, as well as some bit of biological understandings. And it was then that I started to actually hone in on um, really starting to see, okay, how do Europeans, how do white people understand these issues? Yeah. Once I was able to get a thorough understanding of that, then I was able to critique it. Mm. Right. Because now it's like, okay, I know this doesn't apply to my people, but I have to first understand because they're the mainstream theories. Yeah. But then if anybody who went to school with me knows every paper that I wrote. Every essay that I completed was on understanding different under different components of black people yeah. internationally. I started with the states because that's what I'm most familiar. Yes. There's not much literature in Canada. Yeah. But as I gained more knowledge about leadership in Canada or literature in Canada, then I started to look in Canada. Then I, of course my family, we're Jamaican. Yeah. So I'm looking in Jamaica, I'm looking in Trinidad. Then I started to, I guess, take a more Pan-African standpoint. Okay. And it was from there that i really started to hone in on the importance of mental health and wellness that's where i landed my my expertise my knowledge so it went right back to my interest back in psychology yes but now i had a more more focused more focus i had more breadth okay so then i did my master's and then i did some work in the field that i'll probably talk about later on but then i knew i need to go deeper and i want to be more expansive okay and i knew the phd could probably help me do that especially in public health we know public health look at covid right And that's how I landed where I'm at. But that was the journey. There's definitely more components. Yeah. Both familiar wise and such stuff that I saw in my family, my extended family, but that's the journey.
2: Okay, amazing. Yes. So on this podcast, it's obviously it's called Black Is Doing Rich. So we talk a lot about entrepreneurship yeah. and how to you know make money in different of course, ways. Of course, right? But I do believe um, before that it starts with our mindset, right? Yes, and that's why I brought you here today because I want to peel back layers on yes. who we are, yes, and where we can. How we can progress forward, of course. Right. So I was watching one of your podcasts, Mm -hmm. and you looked in the camera and you said, "God is black." How does that make you feel? Yes. And it it projected. It it made me feel like I don't. I can't. I I still can't describe the emotion, but Mm -hmm. it made me feel something. And I'm like, I have to have him on this podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Right. So, why is that necessarily important to uh, for us to know that God is black?
0: Excellent. In the easiest way that I can describe it, when you can see, you know, the highest deity, and I say the highest deity for those who believe in the Abrahamic religions, right? Mm -hmm. Judaism. Uh, christianity islam and all the other respective ones those who are hindu for instance it, you know it, different. it may be a bit different but specifically we know you know with african people that it's is like
2: the one god the systems.
0: one god the yeah the, the monotheist. i think it's a monotheistic or monotheistic um uh f- frame framework when you can't see yourself meaning how you look your, your skin color mm-hmm. in the most highest deity and any other prophet or servant of the most high. Mm-hmm. If you can't see yourself in them, subconsciously you are subjecting yourself to eternal inferiority. Mm. So Can I want to down. I want to break yeah, that yeah. down because I know you. Do. When I so what I mean by that is if you can't see yourself reflect, if you don't believe you are reflected in the person or the the the, the deity that you honor and you see them as reflecting another group Mm -hmm. what you essentially are saying is that you will eternally always be less than that respective group i agree so if you are for instance we look in christianity as as a point of reference although some could argue some of that even plays out with how we even understand islam Mm -hmm. and under, you know, and people have minimized African people's role in helping to spread Islam throughout Africa. It wasn't solely the Arabs, mm-hmm. right? Um, but looking back at Christianity, that has been one of the most detrimental effects of the perversion
2: mm-hmm.
0: of Christianity. I want to say what perversion. That what does that mean? So when I say the perversion, I mean the distortion. I mean the the uh, the I guess damage done to the actual purity. Of what was understood as Christianity. Okay. So when somebody perverts it. Basically they, they take components of it. And they make it grotesque. They make it nasty. Mm-hmm. And they really twist it in a way that. Makes it impure. Okay. And that's what happened to Christianity. Okay. And what happened was. Basically they took this pure understanding. Of, of this understanding. Of, of Christ's teachings. And they made Christ white. Mm-hmm. They made God white. Mm-hmm. They made the disciples white. They made the literature to correlate with uh, maintaining this notion of white superiority. And then they gave it back to African people. Mm. And then they said, this is our religion. And this is what you should be following. And so African people essentially were following a white God. Yes. Who had all these commandments to uphold white power. Yeah. And although in the church they will say... Oh, well, God, we don't God, we don't see color. Then why are all the peoples and the paintings in the church white? Because mm-hmm. what that does is it tells you subconsciously, and I say subconsciously, matter of fact, even unconsciously, unconscious and subconscious. The difference is unconscious is you're not you're not aware at all. Okay. It's a, it's an automatic process. Yeah. Right. So, like for instance, when you're driving on the highway and then you just take the exit, you're like, oh shoot, that's your unconscious yeah. mentality working, yeah. right? Because it's 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 remembering that stored. Information. Uh, m- information and pulling on and say, Oh yeah, you turn here and you didn't have to fully, you'd have to be consciously aware of that to activate it. Okay. The subconscious is like in the middle where you're somewhat aware, but you're not fully aware of certain things that you're doing. So why I say the subconscious is what it does is it's telling people that black people are naturally inferior to white people because white people epitomize God,
1: mm-hmm.
0: especially if you have these paintings, you may not fully believe that consciously. Yeah. But then when a white person says "You, you see how pastors move differently. Exactly. When you see what movies or films that they show to the children, it's always these white portrayals of Jesus. Yeah. So all of that to say, when we understand that, in order to reverse that, we have to go to the other extreme of seeing God as us. Mm-hmm. And people, again, argue against it. And I say, no problem. Then we can stop saying God is white.
2: Okay exactly that's fair, all i'm saying Fair, fair so fair.
0: fine god is not black no problem then god doesn't have a color yeah but it can't be god is black but
2: you don't argue when i say god is white yeah exactly so that's what i'm saying i hope i hope that makes sense yeah that makes a lot of sense and for the people that say hmm, okay so we're, we've made it this far right yeah. mm-hmm. why is our history still important what do you have to say about that the importance of if, history
0: if you don't know where you've been then you won't know where you're going okay you know, Maya Angelou, um, she quoted that if you don't know where you've been, then you have no idea where you're going. You don't know where you are currently and then you don't know where you're going. Why is history so important? Because we're the only people on the planet whose histories- It's erased. Have been, mm-hmm. I wouldn't even say it's erased because you could see various scholars digging up the history. It's True. been buried, yeah. right? The, okay, Parts fair. of it have been erased. So you're par- you're definitely partially correct. Parts of it have been erased- so, you know, for instance, the burning down of uh, respective libraries and, you know, the, the, the burning of manuscripts that our respective scholars back in the day wrote,
1: because mm-hmm.
0: um, we did have a written language, by the way, in West Africa, in North Africa. And so there is part, part of that occurring, but at the same time, it's been buried.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the problem is, is when you have no history, what's your foundation? What are you exactly. rooting your stuff in? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, if you just root your stuff in slavery, mm-hmm. what well, essentially you're the youngest people on the planet, mm-hmm. right? Because we've been enslaved since essentially the 1600s, mm-hmm. technically the early 1500s, but or the late 1500s, I should say. But the point is, is if your history starts in slavery, you're the youngest people on the planet. You're underdeveloped because slavery. It's not like we were allowed to engage in our higher self. Yeah, We were engaged in survival, yeah. right? We were dehumanized legally, yeah. politically. Yeah. So all of that to say, we have to understand we did have a history. It's not about making it up. Yeah. We're not blackwashing history. There was a history. A lot of inventions by Europeans were actually influenced by African genius. Yeah. So until we understand that, we have no point of reference. So anytime someone says history doesn't matter, I ask, well, what are you basing your things on? And usually as you start to tease out what they're saying it's based off of some European paradigm yeah, or some enslavement paradigm, yeah. which is a very distorted and uh, ill-founded paradigm that yeah. is, I mean, it's rooted in parcel yeah. from our African cultures. But my point is, is it's not fully f- grounded in who we are as people yeah. We're unscathed by 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 enslaving, if that makes sense.
2: Cause um, lately, as I get older, mm-hmm. I, I started to think about Black History Month. Um, yeah, what it was about when I yeah. was growing up. Yes, and it, the starting point, as far as I can remember, started at in slavery. Yes, and I feel like now growing up, that's a little bit problematic yes. to show our kids and our young ones that yes. hey, this is where you started. Yes, what do you think about that? You think?
0: Yeah, it's a hundred percent problematic. You, you. Uh, Now, we don't want to go to the extreme of saying we don't want to talk about slavery. Yes. You know what I mean? Right? Which you and I both know. But at the same time, it's putting slavery into context. Yes. Slavery was a disruption in our history. Yes. It is, unfortunately, a part of our history because we have to talk about the disruptions. Yeah. But is it our history? Mm -hmm. You see, language is very important. Is it our history? No. Mm -hmm. It disrupted it. So we had so who so then, you know people would ask okay well who we were well who we were who were we before enslavement mm-hmm. well that can't be answered yeah in one sentence that can't mm-hmm. even be answered in one conversation because we were such a dynamic people mm-hmm. and I think when we start to understand that that we had empires like the Songhai Empire like the you know the Akan people like the Kingdom of Mali like the Timbuktu Library and all these different you know aspect the kingdom of congo the Dahomey the kingdom we see a yeah. woman king when you start to understand we had kingdoms and we didn't just have royalty we had different tiers of a system we had a whole system we had those who worked in the village yeah. who were self-sustaining they were the definition of entrepreneurs right Fun- functioning civilization functioning civilizations when we start to understand that then we can we can understand that oh we as african people actually did have identities with an s yeah before europeans came and took those away and gave us new ones so okay. we don't take away slavery we don't take away understanding it because we need to understand where our dysfunction comes from exactly but we don't say that is the starting point yes we have to go back yeah so that's how i what i would say to that
2: okay cool so I know when I was doing my research, mm-hmm. um, I know you fight against self hatred, yes, right. And I remember watching another podcast, and you—I forgot. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I think it was an article that you brought up that. Some, oh yes, yes, yeah, yes. That someone yes. didn't yeah. want to be black.
0: Yeah, it was a it was a um, client of uh, a mentor of mine. It was yeah, yeah it was a client slash patient uh, who. It was a young black youth, and basically she remembers. And she wrote in the article. It was in the Toronto Life, Don Alexander, and it was I think, uh, basically it was talking about the after effects, the residual effects of George Floyd. Yeah. Uh, so people can check it out, Toronto Life, Don Alexander, and basically it was a black youth who had she said she has some black youth who have come to her and said i don't even want to be black mm. so that's that's what that's the context of what what had happened
2: so i think that's a um an honest and bold statement that yeah. that person felt and i'm mm-hmm. happy that they got to even express that yeah. but for the people that may feel that and don't express that mm-hmm. how can we help those types of people <sighs> Because I feel like you can see it in the way they live their lives, or yes. the, the choices that they make. Like for example, like yeah. for ahead. the men or women, black men men or women that say, "Oh, I would never date a black man," or "I'd never date a black woman." So yeah. those are types of, from to me, in my yeah. opinion, self hatred. Yeah, one hundred percent. So how do we combat that, or how do we how do we even go about that? You you have to a
0: great question, Corey. I you have to come about it first and foremost with compassion. Yes, I think that I sometimes agree. what. Our people, especially as we start to wake up, we we get so angry and and we should get angry, right? We should get angry. But we have to understand that they came to that place more than likely from a place of pain, Mm -hmm. right? They didn't come there overnight. And in order to help them move past that, Mm -hmm. you have to come with compassion. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes, oftentimes what I would see is in order to try to refute that, other people will come back with the aggression and say... No, what, what are you talking about? That's self-hatred. And yeah. Understand, but people, when they're saying those things, they don't believe that they hate self, themselves. Yeah, exactly. They don't believe it's self-hatred. Exactly. They think it's natural. They mm-hmm. they unfortunately, and this is the whole notion of internalized racism, they have internalized the hierarchy that white people have created. That white people are at the top of the pyramid.
1: Yeah.
0: African people are at the utmost bottom. Yeah. Right? They have internalized that and truly believe until we help reverse that illness as i call it it's a disease Mm -hmm. right it's not just a behavior because as we know certain behaviors that unfortunately almost become stuck Mm -hmm. where that person doesn't see that it's a detriment that they actually don't see the devastating you know consequences that it's causing Mm -hmm. that's typically when we say that's some form of pathology that's an illness they're unwell you don't come at it with aggression, mm-hmm. right? You first have to help them understand their condition. Mm-hmm. And how do you understand that? You ask questions. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Why wouldn't you date a black man? Mm-hmm. What about a black man is so unworthy of dating? What, mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you date a black woman? Mm-hmm. What about him or what about her is so unworthy of dating? Compassion. You And you just want to tease it apart. Yeah. And then you see what they say and be like, oh, well, just look at their skin or look yeah. how aggressive <laughs> they are. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. You start to hear it out and yeah. you're like, oh, okay. And then you ask them, okay, well, who would be more ideal? Mm-hmm. So you can, again, start to see where their mind is at. Oh, well, of course, a white woman or a well, white man, they take care of me. Yeah, blah. a yeah, blah, yeah. Blah. white woman, <laughs> yo, they're, they're, they'll they're hold you down. Yeah. You start to say that and what you do then is you start to really understand how much pain that has come into getting to them to that point. Mm-hmm. When you start to come about it from a compassionate standpoint, the correction will come later. Mm-hmm. But i you know i'll have clients come into session for instance and they talk nothing but ill against black people yeah and then i'll ask them okay so what have been your experiences with white people or your experiences with east asians or south yeah. asians yeah and oftentimes it's crazy they may think they've had so much they actually have not had that many mm-hmm. they'll come with oh well you know when i was in this situation you know this white person came through but this black person didn't okay mm-hmm. give me some more
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, whoa, well, well, well why do you need more and <laughs> yeah, i'm like yeah, what yeah. do you mean but you see what i mean they're actually trying to conceal the fact that they're in so much pain when it comes to black people. They have so much animosity and resentment towards black people. Then by default, they drift towards white people, hoping that that will help to relate. you know, that will help to diminish the effects of their self hatred. Mm-hmm. That maybe if I'm closer to white people, I will actually receive the relief that I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. They, they always come up short,
1: mm-hmm. always,
0: not even once in a while, always come up short. Mm-hmm. Compassion, though. Mm-hmm. You have to allow them, you have to almost lead them by way of allowing them to talk about their experience and they'll get to that point. Well, trust me, they'll they'll unveil what's really behind that self-hatred.
2: Okay, okay. That
0: makes sense, yeah.
2: There's another question that I heard you say and I just wanted you to break it down. Mm-hmm. You you said, uh, what are we without racism? Yes. And what are they without racism? Yes. What does that even mean? Because I was like, oh, that's, yeah. a, good, <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs>
0: you, you know what? Um, great question and it's, Something that oftentimes come about even, and I'm going to put the challenge out there, to some people who are so-called educated, mm-hmm. right? When I say so-called educated, have master's degrees, mm-hmm. med- medical degrees, PhDs, etc., where the focus is always, well, this is what has happened to black people. You're right. We need yeah. to focus on that. But then I'll say, okay, it goes back to our original point. Well, what were black people before racism came about. Mm. And oftentimes there's almost a silence. Oh, well, yeah, we were kings, queen, blah, blah, but David, we're experiencing racism now. Okay, but hold on. Why are you so uncomfortable going there? It's almost to say that some black people have become accustomed, have normalized this occurrence of racism. Are
2: they victimizing themselves in a way?
0: I- I'm not gonna say they're victimizing themselves because there is some legitimate points. There are real barriers okay. Okay. that are present. That we as Black people, unfortunately, even if no matter how much we work to, you know, no how, no matter how hard we work, yeah, we're always going to come across some of those barriers. A lot of people think, oh yeah, if you just work, they come with that meritocracy argument. Yeah, you can have that, but trust me, there will be some barriers that you'll come across, and you'll be like, dang, like I really thought I was going to be able to evade this. Yeah, but my point is, is like, in understanding racism, you have to understand yourself as not just being non-white. Yeah. You have to understand that black people, we as African people, have identities outside of Europeans. Yeah. And the problem is, is anytime, let's say for instance, to, to you know, to give more context to that question. You ask a black per- you know, you you correct the black person on something like, you know what, I don't think we should be perpetuating that narrative. That's that's white people, but you know, we don't we don't do that. Oh, but but white people I'm like, wait, why is your first response, but white people do it? Yeah, yeah Just because yeah. white people do it doesn't mean we have to. Exactly. White people have done a lot of things that are absolutely perverted. Yeah. We don't have to perpetuate that. Yeah. But you'll see it in the responses. I'm I've critiqued, you know, uh black men and doing certain things. Well, yo, 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 but white people. I don't care about yeah, white yeah, people. Yeah, yeah,
2: let's take it for ourselves. Let's
0: take it for ourselves. We, um, my point of reference is African people. Yes. My point of reference is, okay, how am I framing my mirrors of, you know, in comparison to how we as African people have always traditionally understood it. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, we have to adapt. We're not back in, you know, the day. Yes. But using them as my point of reference. Yeah. When you do that, you start to see your trajectory starts to change. But unfortunately, when I come back to the point of what are we outside of racism? Well, what are you outside of a white person? If you don't have white people to compare yourself to, then who are you? hmm and that becomes a million dollar question that a lot of people struggle to answer. Yeah, yeah. Cause they, it's, it's almost like there's a fear. They don't want to actually, there's almost an anti-African attitude. They don't want to use African people as their point of reference because mm. they still think ill of African people. Yeah. So they want to yeah. still hold on to this notion that, well, in comparison to the Western education system, yes. well, in comparison to the Western medical system, I don't want to compare to them. Even they have admitted their system is not all that. Yeah. So if we understand this is the mainstream system, How have we as African people understood health and remedy and mental health and education and politics and economics? How can, okay, how can we now integrate that into our current system? How can we modify what we're doing currently using that as the point of reference? But if you people, a lot of people don't want to go there because they don't think that African people have that capacity. Mm -hmm. So they're saying, well, in comparison to Western, in other words, in understanding this context of racism that I see myself in, I can't see myself outside of that. That's my point of reference. So that's what I meant was, can you see yourself outside of racism? And a lot of black people can't. They they almost have normalized getting mad at white people for doing what they're doing. Okay, so what happens when we now officially ban it? What now? Where do we go? Where do we go? And that Mm. ends up being the million dollar question. And then of course people will say, oh, but we're not out of it, David. So we can't think there. Well, how do you think we had to get out of slavery? We had to imagine ourselves being free. Free. Exactly. You have to start up here. Exactly. And then you can progress.
2: Exactly. And that goes to like my the, one of the basis of this podcast for me because I wanted to learn. So, over the last couple months, I've been studying just how Orthodox Jews move as a yeah. community yes. when it comes to their economics. Yes. Right. And I came across a YouTube video, yeah. and he was basically saying um one they start with um moral businesses and Mm -hmm. businesses that make a lot of money so for example a real estate agent right and i'll just simplify it the real Mm -hmm. estate uh, the jewish real estate agent will always go to the jewish mortgage broker yes and if you have any like home improvements like tiling or your painting that Mm -hmm. they'll always go to uh the jewish person right And what keeps them together is their faith, right? Because they all give, in the Orthodox Jewish community, they give their 10% back to their charities, right? And um, But their charities support their communities, their schools, which their children go to. So they're bringing up their economy. And they're on like year 3000. So Mm -hmm. in no ways am I comparing our, our, let's say the year ones to Mm -hmm. their 3000, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. The only trouble I had, (laughs) What is, and you can help me break this down, is Mm -hmm. that I feel like because we're so many different denominations of religion, like the Islam or different sectors of Christianity, it makes it confusing because their foundation is their faith. Yes, And our foundation, it looks like it's a little bit all over the place. Mm -hmm. And in some instances, and this may be a loud opinion, you can help me Mm -hmm. um, decipher this. I feel like our churches have robbed us, Mm -hmm. right? So... I'm trying to build like a circular economy within the community by building an app and that the app has like, for example, like the black mortgage agent, the black Mm -hmm. real estate agent, but I am missing that faith component because we're all different. Yes. What what do you have to say about that?
0: So excellent. I think that's great that you're trying to create this, I guess, centralized system to help unify, you know, almost like a directory of all the different black businesses to try to keep the money in the community. I think that's important. You, in terms of what we're missing, I think see with the with, with the European Jews, right? The mm-hmm. European Jewish people, them using religion as their uh, basis. I mean, the the people in the in the Islam community, especially the the Arabs, they mm-hmm. do the same thing, mm-hmm. right? In the name of Islam, yeah, they will unify. But there's a lot of infighting between the, the respective Arab groups in yeah. the Levant region in North Africa and uh, the Saudi in the Gulf region, yeah, but. As you can see, and the same thing with the European Jewish people, the yeah. Sephardic Jews, the Ashkenovskis Jews. Yeah. But you're right. They put the differences aside. The petty differences aside, yeah. they don't let that divide them. They say, yeah. how are we going to keep money within our community so we can all win?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think with us, to do it all for religion, I, th- I mean, it's hard. It's difficult. I mean, Malcolm X tried to do it with Islam, yeah. right? Um. But then what Malcolm started to realize, and this is the perspective that i come from that marcus garvey came from that um you know a lot of pan-africans wb du bois came from Mm
1: -hmm.
0: why don't we use the fact that we're all african
1: yes right that That we're all
0: black yeah either or for me there is no difference right when we use that that can be a unifying term for instance in canada the way we are treated does not differ significantly across the african diaspora Mm -hmm. we have tried to divide ourselves it doesn't the, work. The, the Ethiopians have tried and say, "Oh no, no, we're not Jamaic, we're not Jamaican, we're Otomo. Yeah. so we're different." Y'all are still poor like us.
1: Yeah. The Somali <laughs>
0: people came in the eighties and nineties. They tried to say, "Nah, we separated from the West Africans and the Jamaicans yeah. and the Trini people. You guys are just as poor as us. You're just <laughs> as you're, you're, you're just as poor as you yeah. live in the same project buildings as us." Yeah. The Jamaicans tried to say, "Well, we're not Ghanian." The Ghanians yes. say, "We're not Nigerian." Yeah. Guess what? Look at Statistics Canada. The poorest group. They didn't say the poorest nationality. They said the poorest group. <laughs> aside from the indigenous peoples, yeah. is black people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If that all group should, together. All grouped together. They didn't say black people from the Caribbean, black people from Africa or yeah. East or West. They said black people, those who descend from some part of Africa or in the Caribbean. When you start to understand that, that should tell us, hold on, there if there is clearly this unifying oppression (laughs) um or i should say this homogeneous oppression what does that mean homogeneous very good basically the same heterogeneous is different okay homogeneous is the same okay so there's this homogeneous oppression meaning there's one form of oppression and it is anti-african slash Mm anti-black that is detrimenting all of us yeah Sure, in nuanced way, but I don't get, I don't lose sleep over petty differences. Yeah. Why can't we use that to unify? Okay. So that could be the unifying the, point. The, yes. You know what I mean? The okay. her- well, and people can say the skin color or people can say the heritage and or both. Yeah. Either or. Yeah. It's, we're in, the us. Saying, it's <laughs> in us. And I think if we start to use that, then we'll start to see that um, that can actually propel us forward. Because to be honest, when you look, even our respective communities, as much as we want to say we're so different, a lot of our businesses, it, whether it's the Kenyan Nigerian, Jamaican, Somali, a lot of it are actually quite similar. Food, yeah. yep. aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, some are getting into real estate. You have yeah. some of us who are getting into tech and everything. But the majority is food, aesthetics, cu- anything cultural related. Yes. And in some cases, social service related. Yeah. How many of us are pharmacists?
1: Yeah.
0: How many of us are lawyers?
2: I heard you just talk about
0: that. You know, how many yeah. of us are physicians? Yeah. How many of us have you know specific knowledge in the psychiatric realm how many Mm -hmm. of us are psychiatrists Mm -hmm. social workers with that specialty psychologists etc right nutritionists Mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying so we want to basically promote our cultures yeah but we don't want to promote our basic necessities so great you can you know where to get the finest fabrics yeah what happens when your leg's no longer working? Mm-hmm. You got to go to a Jewish doctor. Yeah. You got to go to a Chinese doctor. Yeah. You got to go to... you. I mean, we have some doctors in our respective communities coming up, but the not majority. even comparison to what they we have. should... For what they have and what we need. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I guess, to your point, the European Jews use religion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We may not be able to use religion because you religion we've had a complicated relationship with religion. Yes. So in understanding that it'll create too much turmoil. I mean look even look in the US, yeah. right? You have the Hebrew Israelites. Yeah. You have the nation yeah. of Islam. Yeah. You have Christian. But you don't have just Christian. You have the Baptist. Yeah, not you not have the name. you know yeah. Pentecostal. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Too so much. much. <laughs> just stick with either skin color, African heritage. Yeah.
1: African
0: no, heritage. There's there's no more there's no more debate. Yeah. Because and, and and understanding that we're all oppressed in the same way, it just may be nuanced differently.
1: I think that's Not significant
0: different, but I think that's where we can start to unify. So it's Pan-Africanism. Okay, okay. That's why I I noted all those respective peoples, Malcolm X, Marcus Garvey, W. Du Bois. Um, oh my gosh, George Padmore. Yeah. All those brothers were from the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Franz Fanon, yeah. he's Caribbean. Yeah. Malcolm X, he's technically Grenadian, but mm-hmm. he's from the States. Marcus Garvey, he's Jamaican. Mm-hmm. And there's even um, Kwame Nkrumah, he's Ganyan. Yeah. They're all from different parts of the world. Same story, same, same message. Same message, Pan-Africanism. If Af- if we as Africa, if one of us African people doesn't win, all of us don't win. Exactly. Pan-Africanism, in my opinion, is the solution. Mm-hmm. We just have to systemize it. Okay. I think that is what's missing. What do you mean by systemize it? So when I say systemize it, I think as a philosophy, as an ideology or ideological or philosophical system in terms of Understanding why it's important. So the ideas yeah, to structure. Right. Yeah. Um. What is Pan Africanism? Which is understanding Pan meaning you know across. So trying to unify all people of African descent. It's remain as an idea as a theory. Okay. When I say systemize, okay. Well, what would that look like systematically? Exactly. How are we going to pull our stuff together? Well, what happens when we um differ in cultural nuances? Okay. Well, maybe we should find a commonality. Uh, amongst us so for instance we all speak respective different languages yeah some speak a french creole some speak an english-based creole some speak different african dialects what if we all learn swahili swahili is one of the most wide used widely used languages throughout africa yeah why don't we all learn Swahili? Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. Just like the European Jewish people, they all learn Yiddish. Yeah. Right? It was a unifying language. Mm. So that's an example of systematically cre- or systemizing pan-Africanism. Yeah. Okay, we're all going to learn Swahili. I don't care if you're in the Caribbean. I don't care if you're in South America. You can learn your respective dialects, but we need to learn Swahili so we can communicate together. Yes. Why don't we create a centralized bank? Yeah. So we have one in the Caribbean. We have one in South America. We have one in Africa. Yeah. And all of it is feeding one another. Mm-hmm systemize it so when we have those different components Mm -hmm. now we're taking that philosophy that of if one of us african people don't win all of us don't win and we're actually putting it into systematic practices to try to unify in some capacity exactly so that's what i mean by systemize okay
2: amazing Um, and i heard you say um use the term we have high self-esteem yes and low group self-esteem was
0: it, was yes. It? or, or, or uh, yeah it was um uh i think what i think it was either myself or my co-host oh, yes, carl yes is yes. Yes. It's, you it's very i guess you can have and i think i challenged it where some people may think they have high individual self-esteem yes. but then they at the detriment of low group esteem
2: yeah and i feel like that's what's going on in our community what do you, what yeah do you
0: basically think? it's grounded in individualism versus collectivism exactly right you have a lot of black people who may think superficially, no, 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 I'm doing quite well for myself. Yeah. And oftentimes it's related to material possessions. Yes. I'm doing well for myself. I have a nice car. I have a nice job. I, I make this. Yeah, I make this. Yeah. I'm married to this person. I live here. <laughs> yeah. right? Whatever, right? And that's individual. Yeah. But then group esteem is very low still because... Yeah the group esteem is still feeling very dejected. It's still very low. It's still it's not progressing in the it's way that it should. There's, there's a lot of chronic mistrust. Yes. Occurring amongst one another. Yes. So a lot of intra. So inter is between. Okay. Intra is insular. So okay. intra group, meaning within the black community. Yes. Right. And so one could say it's interpersonal, like between you and I, but for me, I call it intra because it's within the black community in comparison to inter of the black community against other groups okay, right okay so that's what i mean by intro versus inter and so there's a lot there may be intra-conflict or intra-group conflict but somebody who's individualist will say well, that's not my problem mm. i'm worried about me so individually i feel great i don't or, really care about no, we I feel that
2: throughout society oh my gosh <laughs> it's,
0: it's it's rife and yeah. it's a problem because it's like well how can you really feel good yeah because many other communities don't do that you know what i mean now again this is not me trying to compare because we started at a different footing yes but at the same time we have to call a spade a spade (laughs) yeah and it's it's a problem when you as an individual think well i'm cool yeah even if my other group isn't cool for me personally i can't fully be cool unless i'm seeing my group also succeed Exactly. So it doesn't mean that like, you know, I'm feeling dejected and everything. You can still have some level of personal self-esteem. But that where where are you deriving that from? Exactly. That's I guess my question. Where are you deriving that from? Is it just solely your your individual accomplishments or are you deriving it from seeing your people advance? Mm. So this is where it comes down to high individual self-esteem yeah. or low collective group self-esteem, which yeah. is redundant because collective and in group is the same thing, but you know what I mean.
2: So like I wanna I would love to see us come together in this business fashion, right? Yeah. And trust each other more because I feel like we always say support black business or yeah. invest in black business. But like, I feel like, like, what does that actually look like? Yeah. What's the intention? Like, what are we, are we actually um, watching where we spend our dollar yeah. and stuff like that? So like, for example, one of the alarming things that I see personally, I can go just down the street on five and 10 yeah. and I'll see our, black hair stores that are run by the koreans, koreans so problematic yeah you want to talk on it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: so you know the fact that they're it's run by koreans goes to show we've normalized it because it's not just the one mm-hmm. you go throughout scarborough any bsw be the supply warehouse mm-hmm. it's run by koreans
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, you know with the exception of you know big up the mom pop you know black owned yeah. um uh beauty beauty supply stores. Um, because there's a couple that are popping up, which I think is amazing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But the fact that it's individual, we don't have chains. So uh, where to change. I want to speak on that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And so, you know, yeah. So we'll, you know, we'll backpack that. But like it's it's challenging because, you know, not just looking at the the Koreans, for instance, running our stores or, you know, in the States, for instance, a lot of, you know, Jewish people have businesses in the ghettos. And I mean, you know, and even many of our respective communities, you know, Chinese people, for instance, have grocery stores in the middle of the, you know, for instance, look at Malvern, right? There's a a Chinese supermarket.
2: How?
0: How? how? You know what I mean? South Asian and black. How on earth do we not have a wide stream, you know, black supermarket? And even when we do have our West Indian stores, It's run by Chinese Jamaicans Mm -hmm. or Indo-Caribbean peoples, Mm -hmm. right? So it's not even us who are owning and running it. We may work in the meat shops. We may work at the counters, but that's a problem. And we have normalized it. Now, this is where I say it's a challenge in the Canadian context. Because black Americans have a different understanding and relationship with race. Yes. So they everything is rooted in racism. And everything is rooted in racism. But they, unfortunately, have not had... I guess you could say a a, a cultural melting pot or understood a cultural melting pot the same way we as, let's say, Caribbean or even... Well, in some cases, continental African people have understood, but Caribbean in particular. So you have some Caribbean people who may try to justify and say, well, there's no problem if a Chinese Jamaicans running the grocery store because back in Jamaica, you you see that, right? Because Chinese Jamaican, -Jamaican, Indo-Jamaican, Afro-Jamaican, we're all Jamaican. Mm -hmm. But the problem is with that superficially it's correct so they may not see race attached to it the problem is is for one how we're being treated yes in those stores and then for two who has power yeah financial and economic power and that's the problem is our people sometimes normalize that but then we don't realize that even in a country where we represent the majority, we're still mm-hmm. the poorest. Mm-hmm. The Chinese Jamaicans are doing better than us. Yes. The Indo-Caribbean peoples, or Indo-Jamaican peoples are doing better than us. I'm using Jamaica as a yeah. case example. But it's the same thing in Trinidad, yeah. same thing in Guyana, yeah. same thing in Dominica. Yeah. And so the problem therefore becomes in Canada is we have to understand that even if we come from a culturally heterogeneous nation, heterogeneous meaning different cultures, but it's a melting pot, so we all come to form one nationality, Yeah. Are, are is the power evenly distributed? Mm. Do we all are we all making sure we all are raising up? Or is that one group or a couple of groups yeah. are raising up and we're still at the bottom yeah. claiming a melting pot? They're saying, yeah, yeah we're claiming a melting yeah. pot, except yeah. we want to make sure we run all of our businesses. Exactly. And y'all are still our consumers.
2: Exactly.
0: But then it goes to my other piece about supporting black businesses. And and this is the challenge that I've I've said to our peoples is. We can't fully get mad at some of us black people not being able to, not wanting to, but not being able to support black businesses. Because Mm -hmm. if we're oversaturated and concentrated in certain niches, Mm -hmm. you're forcing me to go outside of my community. If I, outside of wanting food, a real estate agent, Mm -hmm. um, wanting somebody to help me with my aesthetics, so barbering, fashion, Mm -hmm. um, maybe videography or photography... If I want a physician, mm-hmm. if I want a dentist... It's a lot it, harder to find? It's very much harder to find. I can't name five. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Now you're forcing me to go outside of my community. Mm-hmm. And part of that goes back to what you and I were talking about earlier. What you, we need. We What do we need in our community? Mm-hmm. Are we teaching our children to suck up things that they don't want to do, mm-hmm. but unfortunately we need it for our community in mm-hmm. order to stabilize it? True. The European Jewish people... And the Chinese people and the South Asians, so the Indian, the Pakistani, the Bengali, whomever peoples, they have established a foundation. Mm -hmm. They have enough physicians. Mm -hmm. They have enough lawyers. They have enough pharmacists, as an example. And they operate in what they need. They operate in what they need. But guess what? Even if their child, let's say, wants to go off and do whatever they want to do, which Mm -hmm. it sometimes happens, but most times they just listen to their parents. But we know there's problems with that, too. Mm They can say, you know what, fine. You want to go and be a singer? No problem. We have enough physicians already. True. You want to go and do this? No problem. We have enough nurses already. True. We keep thinking, well, we want to do it and I don't really care about the community. We don't have the luxury of doing that yet. We're still underrepresented in all sectors, Mm -hmm. every single sector.
2: Then it goes back to the individualism.
0: The individualism because it's all about, well, this is what I want to pursue. Yes. And then you can't well, you and then basically you can't contradict yourself and say, well, why haven't black people advanced further when you come with that mentality? Mm -hmm. How you can talk about, oh, well, it's all about what I want to do, but how can black people haven't moved forward? Mm -hmm. The two can't coexist. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You have to sacrifice yourself in order to make sure your group advances forward, you know what I mean? Until they're at a position. And again, some would say, Well, David, that could take a while. So So be it. But It doesn't mean you don't pursue your own thing, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do to create the foundation. You build up people's. And this is what I'm trying to do with the mental health system. There's certain pieces that I'm like, I don't really want to do this part, but I understand I have to do this, right? I have to go about it this route. And, you know, for instance, I love to be a therapist, right? But I know my calling is to help be on the more expansive network of things and help create interventions and programs. But in order to do that, I first have to meet this niche. There's very few black male therapists. Yeah. So I got to do my, I mean, I love therapy. Don't get me wrong, but I know I could be doing so much more. Okay. But my piece is I have to hug it for right now. Yeah. Build up and create some more so that I can help fill that niche so then I can go off and now create more widespread interventions to help help our people in that mm-hmm. capacity you have to make sacrifices so that's where the predicament or the conundrum of supporting black businesses comes in because it's like well i can only support black businesses if i'm hungry mm-hmm. or if i need some clothes or if i need somebody to cut my hair or do my hair
1: mm-hmm.
0: or maybe an agent but what if i want somebody to help build on some land that i just purchased yes we don't have any real estate developers
1: developer right
0: yeah. what if i want somebody who is a uh you know has uh you know a whole um real estate space mm-hmm. in terms of have different multi-unit properties yeah I don't know anybody like yeah. that. Not me personally, but yeah. like you know what I mean. Yeah. So that's what I mean, and all of that.
2: So that makes me feel good because the app will have those. The type app of things. will have that. Yeah. So then you'll be able to help fill that niche. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You see what I'm saying? So that long, you know, comprehensive explanation is to say the conundrum of supporting black businesses, mm-hmm. which falls into what I just said earlier.
2: I actually want to go back to, even to like the hair point, right? Yes. And I do believe in uh, stating the problem and maybe giving a possible solution. Got it. So, for example. Mm-hmm like what I think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, is that I think like with the Koreans, right? Mm -hmm. They have a certain buying power because I I do believe the Koreans in Scarborough and the Koreans down here, they're buying the same materials. 100%. And I feel like if we can adopt that type of mentality, like, okay, you have a hair store down here, uh, you have a hair store in Scarborough or wherever in North York, we can all buy the same materials and just sell it in our respective areas. What do you think about that? I agree. Mm -hmm. And then in
0: terms of the buying source, why are we not using Africa? It's true Do you see what I'm saying true, true Koreans are using Korea yeah the Chinese are using China. China yeah like literally I remember I remember my wife was trying to start you know a wig business right yeah. for instance she wanted to go to Africa but she at least you know maybe it's just where she was looking wasn't finding I guess the, the type of the right prices and, and, and I guess the right vendors that she wanted yeah She's having she's having Chinese people DM her and yeah. hit her uh, up Alibaba mm-hmm. Alibaba yeah and they're coming with competitive prices yes we can, I'm sorry we have to get over this notion of would well, you have to j- just support me because I'm black
1: mm-hmm.
0: are you competing yes with other cultures mm-hmm. who are also business peoples mm-hmm. right I want to stick with you but well, if well, you, but just, hold on sorry go so on, I go on, to, go to go cut ahead. you off yeah
2: but um when when you say like are we competing but should we have um the mentality or maybe the thought of yes. well they're on year 450 where well, we're on year two agreed okay so agreed no 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 you're right and thank you for uh you know pausing me
0: we do need to of course have some compassion and understand yes we need to support our people just to get started mm-hmm. but then and we need to have unconditional support but at the same time it has to be some reciprocity true unfortunately some of our people not all yeah. some of our people lack professionalism yes they they think, well, you just have to support me because I'm black. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a contractor, whether it's a physician, whether it's a real estate agent, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Mm-hmm. We just have to support me because I'm black. But you're not doing a good job. Yeah, exactly. And I guess that's, So you're right. It's year one versus year 450. But guess what? If Italian man is coming and saying, listen, this is what I can do. This is what I can lay out. This is what I can do, 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 do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm trying to go with the brother mm-hmm. or I'm trying to go with the sister. And she's like, well, this is what I can do. I'm like I'm trying you're to support. It's like yeah, I'm like come on, and then it's like and then when you're doing the job and you're doing a haphazard job, and I'm like come on, yo, why are you pressuring me? Why are you pressure me? Yeah. I'm gonna get the job done. Yeah,
2: like come on, come We're on. Like, yeah. You see what? And so that's yeah, what I mean I is agree. in
0: terms of the competition. Yeah, yeah I should. I'm gonna. I should by nature want to support my people. Yes, and I want to, but at the same time, I also want to get the job done properly. Yeah, exactly, and that's what it comes down to. Is I've come across many amazing. Black entrepreneurs who are accountants, mm-hmm. who are, you know, in the healthcare service, who are great at what they do, not just because they're black, mm-hmm. but they're great at their skill. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? When I was living in the Yukon, I used to live in the Yukon for two years, mm-hmm. right? I had I come across black pharmacists. Mm-hmm. He was great at what he did. Mm-hmm. I had questions about respective ointments and medications. He knew his stuff. Mm-hmm. He said, David, you need anything, you come and check mm-hmm. me, and blah 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 blah. That was my pharmacist mm-hmm. because he was great at what he did. Mm-hmm. Not just because he was black. That was a bonus. Yeah. But he was great at his skill. Mm-hmm. That's the challenge when it comes to, for instance, you know, some of our people's, you know, trying or wanting us to just support them, but they're not mean is halfway. But mm-hmm. to get back to your point in terms mm-hmm. of where we do our sources, I agree. Yeah. But and so why not use our sourcing of Africa or the yeah. Caribbean? Mm-hmm. Not just combine the sources and continue supporting China.
1: Yeah. Or continue okay.
0: supporting okay. Korea. Okay. You know what I mean? So that's what I would also say to that.
2: Because um mm-hmm yeah combining our sources because the first thing that i thought about was the Mm -hmm. Alibaba's. like i didn't even know if there's any african like manufacturers
0: that's a niche that 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 needs to be created
2: explored or created
0: there there may be i'm not i'm not the most familiar with it um but but you're right the fact that there isn't an alibaba well why isn't there yeah when where do they get a lot of the hair you know what i mean same thing with you know same thing with india like You know, a lot or or even, you know, some of these sisters be like, oh, I got these Peruvian bundles. I got Mm. that Brazilian. I got that Indian. Do you hear what you're saying? Yeah. You got that Peruvian, Brazilian, Indian. You're going outside of your community to get non-black people's hair. Yeah. When we could do the same thing in Africa. Yeah. So I'm not, it's like, I'm not here to say I'm pro or anti. We people who know me know what my stance is on that. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying, okay, if you're gonna get your source, at least support your people's in yeah. the interim. Yeah. Go yeah. that back to the motherland. Yeah. We were the ones who originated braiding. Yeah. So why not just go back to the source? Because mm-hmm. wh- where do you think these guys are getting the hair? You 100%. know what I mean?
2: So that's what I would say. So us living in on European foundations, yes. right?
0: In terms of are you talking about like the country? The country. Right? The country. So in Canada specifically. In Canada. Got okay. it, got it, got it. Yeah.
2: Can we is it possible to Go back fully to our roots and live how we're supposed to be
0: living? No. And I don't think we fully need to. I don't think that needs to be the goal. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? So, I guess to answer that, yeah. And I'll allow you to expand and I can expand wherever. No, no. I, oh, no, okay. No, okay. okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
2: so, I don't think
0: that needs to be the goal. So, you know, and I'm happy you brought it because oftentimes this is part of the debate in terms of the Back to Africa movement yes. or the Pan African mm-hmm. movement. And I think it, the message ends up getting lost in it. When when at least when I say back to Africa, what I'm saying is not always literally going Moms. back to Africa. Yeah. It could be. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. But when I say back to Africa, I mean goes back to my original point, placing Africa back at the center of our lives. So when we're saying we're going back to Africa, it doesn't mean we go back to again. And people who are very stereotypical, because I've even talked to some so-called educated people who have very stereotypical understandings of africa what well, we're going to go back to loin Claws, and yeah, this is what some of these so-called yeah. people with phds yeah, have right yeah. or it will say and i'm like that's so ignorant yeah, you know yeah. what i mean i'm not saying that yeah and again that's typecasting african people we weren't the, we're not only in the village exactly, exactly you see what i mean so when i'm saying let's go back to africa it's going back to the needs of african people and how we understand the world the and needs ha- that's the
2: big part that's the yeah piece. That's it.
0: african people internationally so when i say that okay culturally speaking um you know what does it mean to be an african person that's a very loaded question because again we have to remember it's not just west africa it's east africa it's southern africa right parts of Mm. north africa um with the exception of you know let's say tunisia morocco even though morocco has some nubian influence etc but my point is is understanding culturally who we are so tracing trying to trace our roots or if you can't fully trace your roots okay how do we as african people for instance you know uh how do we uh, engage in nutrition what do we what, what was our diet mm. how much of that is applicable to the current day right mm. trying to do that and any t- and, you know the same thing goes for our uh, respective economics well how did african people understand entrepreneurship well we we, we were our our, na- our um, respective cultures were self sufficient to be yes. self sufficient you have to be an entrepreneur yes. right so when i say back to africa it's understanding what did our people do back in the day yeah How much of that is applicable to our current? Just bringing the blueprint here. That's it.
2: Okay, I understand. And
0: you know, what I, and you, so in that same breath, people will say, oh, why is that important? Every other group does it.
2: Yes. Look at the Chinese. Exactly. They bring their blueprints right back here. They bring the traditions back. Mm -hmm. Chinese people
0: to this day still practice Confucianism, Taoism, and Buddhism. Yeah. Right? That grounds their philosophies. Exactly. They, since, time of like whatever, 100, 200 B.C. allows them to excel here. It allows them to excel here. It's in the time of, the you know, 100, 200 B.C.
1: Yeah.
0: They've always understood the importance of honoring their elders. Mm. 2023, they still practice that. So the, the, the Chinese, uh, this new Chinese generation have never forgotten that. They say, okay, I have to do all this. How am I going to honor the elders, right? They understood the importance of collectivism. So when they came from China, the goal was to build a new China. Mm -hmm. It wasn't to individually excel. It was to build a new China. Indians came from India to build a new India. Mm -hmm. Jamaicans come to build up themselves. Trini people come to build up themselves. themselves, Ganyans come to build up themselves. Some may try to argue with me. Cool. Show me a little Ghana. Show me a little Jamaica. I can show you many Chinatowns. Yeah, I can
2: show you many little Indias. Yeah, you can't show me one they little almost, Nigeria. They almost got rid of our little Jamaica in the exit. Thank West. you. And, <laughs> and, and, this, and that, that that was like a charity thing. Like here, you guys, shut Thank up. you. And <laughs> even little Jamaica,
0: I, as much as it has so much value to our community, mm-hmm. it goes back to our piece in terms of what was the business composition. Yes, aesthetics, food, mm-hmm. culture. Mm-hmm. That was it. Mm-hmm. We didn't. We, we. It's not like it was. Um. Like uh. uh what's called Bathurst Street, where mm-hmm. there's a whole concentration of Jewish businesses for food.
1: Yeah, farm. You everything. know.
0: Banking. Everything. Yeah. Us. It was mainly food. You know where we had to go to get our physicians. We had to go up the road on the other side of Eglinton to where all the Jewish people live. Mm-hmm. Where we had to go for our respective pharmacies. Even in our communities, it wasn't us running the pharmacy stores. Yeah. So my point is, is you know we. Remember, remind me of the question. Remind me of the question. I said, uh, shoot. <laughs> Hold on. I was going there. I was going there. Um,
1: what did I say? I forgot the last Bring one. Back, back to Africa. Oh, yes. There yes, you yes, go.
0: Yes, yes. My point is, when I'm saying we want to bring Africa back to us, you know, or, you know, or in terms of why our history is important, because every other group understands that history was their starting point. Mm-hmm. So the Holocaust, it keeps, us it keeps you grounded. The Holocaust was a disruption in European Jews' history. Mm-hmm. But they always reference the Bible, for instance, yeah. although there's controversy yeah. there, but they reference the Bible. Yeah. The Chinese people reference the ancestors. The movie uh, a Turning Red, for instance, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a kid's movie. And the foundation of the movie was honoring the ancestors, mm-hmm. right? The same thing for the Indians. They honor their ancestors and they understand the origins of Hinduism and all of that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We as African people have to follow that blueprint. Yep. Not because we have to mimic other groups. That's literally how you maintain a civilization. Exactly. That's how you progress as a people. If you try to neglect your historical roots, mm-hmm. where on earth are you going?
2: Yeah, exactly. Where are you going? Well, what's the purpose? What
0: are you rooted in? Yeah. That's what I mean. Is, so when I'm saying we have to understand our history and we go back to africa what i'm saying is we just have to basically take africa back instead of it being at the peripheral Mm -hmm. and meaning at the side we place it back in the center and say okay everything that i do how am i going to advance our peoples you know in whatever respective direction how are we going to advance us forward so that's what i mean in terms of Mm -hmm. you know uh why it's so important for us to um know our history and everything and basically take back africa
2: 100 percent. so with this next question mm-hmm. i can open up a uh, super can of worms but i'm not going to do it because this could be a whole nother episode got it you got it and yeah. it's just about um main our mainstream media right and mm-hmm. our musics and mm-hmm. our entertainment yeah we don't necessarily have fully con- uh, control of it we don't have control we don't have control. not even fully yeah, fully. yeah no you don't have control Yeah, and yet it's perpetuated like for example our music is perpetuating so much hate right and mm-hmm. i just feel like okay so like hate,
0: like within the community you talk the about. Community. yeah 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 yeah
2: and I, so for example like when i have conversations like these mm-hmm. i think about like we're almost facing two wars at once mm-hmm. within ourselves and without on the outside yep what do you have to say about that
0: you're correct <laughs> you're
2: correct um but is
0: understanding i guess the origins of our internal wars mm-hmm. have to do with the external wars okay so the internal wars came thereafter okay so you're right two are concurrently happening yeah and in order to exterminate you know and, and you know even if we exterminate one the other may still be present mm-hmm. but what we have to understand is one came first it's not a matter of the chicken or the egg no one did come first mm-hmm. white people's tyranny against us mm-hmm. started to evoke a lot of harbored resentment frustration pain agony
1: mm-hmm.
0: that unfortunately we didn't we weren't able to always return back to the oppressor who originated that pain mm-hmm. we displaced it to one another. another yeah so that's what's happening you're right
2: so, I guess back to your question about about the music. How do, you, how do we kind of like move on? Or how do we get a little bit better? How do we move the needle just a little bit?
0: I, th- You know, I think we have to, it goes back to my piece about systematic. We have to systematically talk about it. Okay. And address it. Okay. And come up with a resolution. When I say systematically, not off-the-cuff conversations. Okay. We have not, to this day, hmm systematically talked about the effects of enslavement or colonialism. Yeah, not at all. Not at all.
2: But we're seeing it. Yeah, we're but, we're see- it. but we're
0: seeing but we see it every day. Mm-hmm. If again in using European Jews as a point of reference just because of their stuff being more mainstream. European Jewish people have systematically had a discussion
1: mm-hmm.
0: about the effects of enslavement. Yes. I mean sorry enslavement the Holocaust. Yes. Right? The Germans have had to pay their reparations. The Germans have had to do their part. Canada's had to do their part. America's had to do their part. They created movies about it. Mm -hmm. Any conversation you have with the European Jewish people, they talk about the Holocaust. Mm -hmm. Again, we know there's a whole bunch of issues even when it comes to the Holocaust and understand that African people were also on the Holocaust Mm -hmm. and that it actually wasn't the first Holocaust. The first Holocaust actually happened in Nambia by the Germans in 1904 Mm -hmm. where they actually tried to obliterate the um, hetero, uh, hetero- and the other, and there's another ethnic group they try to obliterate, First mm-hmm. German Holocaust. Notwithstanding that, mm-hmm. systematic conversation. When I say systematic, there was a process. Okay. And then once we came to that piece of what we expect in terms of resolutions, concurrently, the internal resolutions were also happening.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, to our peoples, we've faced way more trials and tribulations than European Jewish people, yeah. first and foremost. But secondly, in order to understand and rectify some of our issues internally, we have to have a systematic conversation. We don't want to talk about slavery, right? Mm-hmm. We don't want to talk about colonialism, mm-hmm. but we want, we just want to tell white people, just stop being mean to us. Yeah. It's not going to work like that. Yeah. Now we're starting to, I have to I've say that, you know, we have some brave people in the Canadian context. in the States. They've, they've made progress in doing that, but we can't compare it to the States. Cause you remember they've been in this battle since 1619, mm-hmm. right? It's 2023 they have had to persevere a different type of battle. a different type of battle yeah And with us here in canada we're, we're we're a very complex people because a lot the majority of people here are caribbean
2: yes exactly so
0: we don't originate here yeah our issues originate in the caribbean yeah but then in the caribbean it's a majority black country yes. so in the states they're a minority mm-hmm. so with us we think well we're a majority black country yeah we don't we don't have any effects of racism yeah Mm, that's beg to differ yeah. my point is is we're gonna have to do a we're gonna have to continue working towards having a more systematic discussion on the effects of enslavement as well as the effects of racist, uh, racism racism or racist practices in canada that have detrimented our people here yeah. causing our young people to act out or externalize certain
2: things their
0: distress mm-hmm. so how do we gain back control of our music um, and and I guess change the content of our music mm-hmm. we first have to change our young people's value systems okay. we have to change the conditions our young people are in yeah music vi- music about violence in the community doesn't pop out of nowhere yeah exactly look at what they're doing in Jamaica they're trying to they ban dancehall music from the radio oh really? I don't know if you heard about yeah wow. they banned it wow now some would say oh you know that's a win banning dancehall music doesn't it's take away problem. violence that's y- happening yeah, exactly. to, they talk about what's happening in their communities yeah so in order to really haven't been effective will change the conditions. Mm -hmm. Give more economic opportunities for the young people in Jamaica. Yeah. In order for them to not have to resort to violence and other forms of criminal elements. Mm -hmm. Same thing with us. But we have to understand when it comes back to taking back control of our music, well, it's doing just that. Yeah. Don't always blindly sign contracts of these vultures that yes, are exactly. really giving you these contracts to up- exploit you. Exactly, We need to, and this is where our black lawyers come in. Mm. This is what, because they're the ones who read these contracts. Yeah. Where are our black lawyers in the music business? Exactly. Right. How many of our young black boys are trying to be rappers in Toronto yeah. and have nothing but white lawyers. Yeah. We're not really looking out for their best yeah, interest.
2: Exactly. They don't give it down. So
0: you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, a lot of the internal and external issues comes down to, we have to have systematic understanding. Uh, uh, Explanations and understandings of what happened to us, yeah. what's currently happening to us, and we have to have our peoples who are in those industries unite together to start taking back control yeah. of those elements. The states, different context, but again, there's a lot of carryover here. Yeah, same thing in Jamaica. We don't even control our dancehall music mm. in that in that widespread wow. regard. You know what I mean? Because wow. if we did, why would Jamaica be as poor as it is now? Yeah, exactly. It, reggae is one of the number one experts out of Jamaica. Yeah, do we have control over that?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, no. Mm-hmm. You
0: see what I'm saying. So that's my thing is we have to take back control. We just just have to do it. Mm-hmm. So, interesting. Mm-hmm.
2: So, David, when it's all said and done, yeah. How do you want to be remembered? <laughs> that's, a, that's a good question. Um, how do
0: I want to be remembered? I, I guess you could say, I want to be remembered as somebody who unequivocally and unapologetically fought for, advocated, and prioritized the needs of African people exclusively. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it again. I want to be remembered as somebody who unequivocally and unapologetically advocated and prioritized the needs of African people internationally. Exclusive. Exclusively. Exclusively. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And why I want to be remembered as that is We have very, in my opinion, especially in the Canadian context, very few people who take that position. Mm -hmm. So it's black people and Mm -hmm. black people in addition to Mm
1: -hmm. black
0: people as well as Mm
1: -hmm.
0: no disrespect to indigenous peoples, Mm -hmm. but they're exclusive. Mm -hmm. Never heard of indigenous people advocating for anybody else outside of indigenous peoples. Mm -hmm. And they should be exclusive. And they they should be Mm -hmm. because colonialism was exclusive. Exactly. There was indigenous centered policies to Mm -hmm. detriment them. Yeah. The Chinese people, the same thing. Mm -hmm. The Indians, the same thing. The Italians, the same thing. Mm -hmm. Why are we so inclined to include everybody else in our struggle? And I'm like, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying if somebody else of another group needs help, I'm not going to help them.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I've, you know, I've provided services for people cross culturally.
1: Yeah.
0: But guess who my priority is? Mm -hmm. Black people.
1: Yeah.
0: I've never hidden that. Yeah. You go on my website, you see it. Mm -hmm. The pictures of the children that I have on my website are black children.
1: Yeah.
0: And I want to remember it as that that. Issues that happen to our people were exclusively against our people. Exactly. So the solutions need to be exclusively for our people. That's a
2: big one right there. Period. Yeah. That's period. A big one. That's it. Yeah, that, so, that makes a lot of sense.
0: So and that's where I think, you know, I really want to be remembered for because even in my thesis, I've met a lot of black people who are apologetic. They, they, they are fearful of saying <sighs> black people, period. Mm-hmm. It's black people, comma. Mm-hmm. Why is there a comma? Mm-hmm who you adding into the mix yeah. would they reciprocate that yeah and my thing is it's like you, you, we can no longer be fearful mm-hmm. i think there's a time and place like if we're talking neighborhoods for instance that are culturally heterogeneous yeah. that's different yeah we don't have predominantly black neighbor or solely black neighborhoods in throughout canada with the exception of maybe halifax
1: yeah
0: but that's different but my thing is it's like when it comes to whose issues i'm prioritizing it's the group that I come from and the group who has been the least the most neglected yeah black people yeah so that's that's what I want to be remembered as okay
2: amazing and for the next two questions we Mm -hmm. ask uh, the same two questions for everyone on the uh the show yeah so I want to know what's the best advice that you received and what's the worst advice that you received you don't gotta say any names yeah yeah (laughs) no, 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 that's cool that's
0: cool okay the, the best advice that I had received holy um or even that you can give yeah, that I can give. Okay, okay. Um, let me take a minute. Yeah, yeah. No um, you know what? Uh, okay. I can tell you the worst advice that I've received. Yes. To, I'm not. It wasn't directly watch my tone or or, or modify my tone, but to basically in some ways watered down my approach. Why, I
1: hate that. Yo, because this. it was an
0: accommodationist mm-hmm. standpoint that they wanted me to take, mm-hmm. right? And it wasn't just one person. Mm-hmm. Um, it was different people mm-hmm. saying, well, Dave, you know, just just chill, fam. you know what? <sighs> worst advice yeah. that I've never taken. <laughs> <laughs> never taken. Yeah, 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 the yeah. worst advice that I've never ever taken. Yeah. Because I understood there needed to be that passion. Yeah. The best advice that I would say I have taken, or the best advice that I have received um, that I would also emphasize to people is to understand your respective craft, to master your craft. And, and I think it was Bobby, Dr. Bobby Wright, he was a clinical psychologist in the States from Chicago. And to study and master the understandings of whomever is in power mm-hmm. in order to critique it and create your own systems, theories, whatever it may be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But basically to master your craft and to master the understandings of whatever respective, you know, dominant theory or paradigms that are out there, and especially in my in my respective um, field, in order to be able to critique it and create your own. Mm-hmm. reason why that has really stuck with me, and I, I saw it when he was doing a lecture, is because we oftentimes want to jump to the critiquing piece. Yeah. But the critiques end up being only half correct because yeah. you haven't taken the time to actually master what they're trying to talk to you about. True. All them years you go to school, you should be able to understand in its entirety whatever respective theories. Cause we know it's all Western based theories. Yeah. We know it's that's white theories, right? Yeah. On white patients.
1: Yeah.
0: But what you should be what you should be doing is understanding it in order to see all of its pitfalls, because there's so many pitfalls in many of it. When you can see its pitfalls and see the inapplicability to your people, where you're able to critique it,
1: Mm. and
0: then you're now able to innovate your own.
1: Exactly.
0: Because you can't, again, when in Rome, you have to, in some cases, do as the Romans until you get to a point where you have mastered being like a Roman. You can go back to truly be, well, this is who I actually am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can tell you all the issues wrong with your theory because I've studied it. Yeah. This is what people do when they come to Africa. People come to Africa and they study Africans. They live like Africans. Learn the language.
2: Then they take. (laughs) Take. (laughs) Then they take. (laughs) That's it.
0: And mm-hmm. then they take and then they create their own. Yeah. That's how people came up with a lot of their things. Yeah. So that's what I would say is you have to master your craft. So you don't want to be just known as a black videographer. Yeah. You don't want to be known as a videographer.
2: Exactly. Who so
0: happens to be black.
2: Actually, that was an argument um, the other day with yeah. uh, I the actor. Idris Elba. Tra- yeah. And he said, I yes. just want to be known as an actor. Yes. <laughs> now, Idris Elba, I
0: think, is also trying to think he's, I guess, above racism now. Oh, okay, so okay. I think Idris Elba, Fair. you know, I think... His words itself weren't wrong, but I think the position from which he was coming. Yeah. Questionable. Questionable. Mm -hmm. But it's true, though. Mm -hmm. You want to be known, like, for instance, Denzel Washington, in my opinion, I think a lot of people's opinion, is the greatest actor of all time. Yes. I didn't say greatest black actor. Yeah, yeah, He's the greatest actor of all time. You look at his portfolio, you look at his ability to act, to take on these parts, his ability to direct. Yeah. The man is the most amazing actor of all time. Yes. His versatility is unmatched. Yeah. That is how we also need to be known when it comes to our respective craft. People want to be known for their craft. And the bonus part was, I'm also black. Yes. Right? So when people see me, they're like, yo, David is a really good therapist. Like I've had people cross cultures say, yo, this guy knows his stuff. Mm-hmm. This guy's a great orator. This guy's a great writer. This guy is a great teacher, educator, who just so happens to be black. Like mm-hmm. him being black Just makes it even more amazing. Because it's an example of black excellence. You know what I mean? It's a cherry on top. That's how we should be doing it. We shouldn't be like, oh, I'm a black teacher. I'm Mm -hmm. a black social worker. No, Mm -hmm. you're a social worker. Yes. No, you're a doctor. Yeah. You're a psychiatrist. Yeah. But in order to do that, you have to master your craft and make it the best that it can be. And then in order to do that, you also have to understand, well, what are the mainstream theories that they're forcing me to learn? Okay, let me learn it. Master it. Critique it. Mm -hmm. Now create my own.
2: Exactly. Change it up.
0: That's it theory Mm -hmm. interventions, whatever it may be, that's what I'm trying to do. Mm -hmm. Is trying to create our own theories, create our own interventions.
1: Yes. (laughs) That's it.
0: Very good. Mm -hmm. And that's and in order to do that, I have to first understand well what what are the respective paradigms that are the mainstream ways of doing things. Yes. Okay. Now let me see if I can critique them and create a better method. Yeah. So then your method ends up being not the black method, but the method. Mm -hmm. Ben Carson, even though he has a lot of issues, was the first to I think, separate conjoined twins. Mm. It wasn't black conjoined twins. It was just conjoined twins. Um, Who was the first person to do open heart surgery? But whatever, I think it was a black physician or a black surgeon to do open heart surgery. It wasn't black open heart surgery. Mm -hmm. Open heart surgery. They revolutionized the way you do open heart surgeries. We've come up with, uh, you know, uh, one Smith, which was an African young man who was enslaved in Boston who helped come up with a way of actually... Engaging in a vaccine method, inoculation. Mm-hmm. It wasn't black inoculation. It was inoculation that became well-known throughout the states of how do we create vaccines against terrible um, viruses and, and illnesses. My point is master your craft. Study the mainstream theories in order to critique them and therefore be able to build and innovate your own. Every, uh, every single, I guess you could say, amazing inventor mm-hmm. has started there. Okay. Always started with understanding what is being done, what are the pitfalls of it. How do I create my own? Thank you.
2: Mm, got it. <laughs> got that's it. That's it, man. So the last question. Yes. We like to make predictions on this show. So in five years, I'm like, ah, David said he was gonna do that. Where yeah. do to you see yourself in five years.
0: Five years. Um, first off, I don't know if I'm gonna be here. Um in Canada. In Canada? Yeah, no, yeah. I'm probably gonna be somewhere in the continent or in the Caribbean. Um okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I mean that's what I'm hoping is, is in five years. What I plan to do, and I'm going to profess it, in, and yeah. in, you know, in in, uh, in the most uh, in the most highest name, um, I plan to have either the foundations, or at least in the process of creating a mental health system that is African centered. So, in terms of our values, our ideologies, our philosophies, the way we understand mental health and illness, of course, modified with various you know understandings of what we're doing currently. Excuse me have a mental health or have a african center mental health system started either in Canada mm-hmm. or in one or various African countries oh, right in five years and reason and you know is that possible in five years of course because I'm finished my PhD technically in three and a half mm-hmm. so at least me you know, another like one and a half years yeah I think I can be able to at least create the foundations mm-hmm. for it and started if not up. a respective separate system because I think we need a separate system To influence it in the sense that we have a separate stream, even within the Western paradigm. So if you're a black person, you're an African person, it's not just a specific clinic, specific system. They say you can either have the Western mainstream system or the African-centered system Mm. that has black psychiatrists, black social workers, nurses, nutritionists, pharmacists, Mm -hmm. uh, respective other traditional healers, African drummers, whatever it may be. Mm We have systemized programs for respective disorders, depression, anxiety, or mood disorders, trauma-related disorders. Um, you know, we have respective interve- preventative medicine, mm-hmm. right? So we have a whole system created that i'm hoping not just is here in canada but i can have throughout africa throughout the caribbean so amazing. we can start taking back our mental health amazing and not just regurgitating you know european psychiatry Amazing. so that's what i'm hoping in five years i'll at least have some of the f- blueprint for creating that system that's my goal
2: amazing and that would be a lifelong journey for you that's a
0: lifelong journey is to create overall a way better healthcare system for our people but my my focus my my um my expertise is in mental health and, yes. and illness. I'm, you know, I know a bit about, you know, uh, I guess you could say other endocrine system issues like diabetes and hypertension, yeah. so cardiovascular stuff. But my focus is mental health and wellness and all I guess related comorbidities. Trying to improve it so that we no longer have to be normalizing people experiencing depression at high rates. Yeah, it can actually decrease yeah. the amount of people struggling with depression, and it gives people a place of where they can go. So that's why I'm really trying to promote this understanding of mental health and illness in a systematic way of not just saying airy mental health and wellness is important no this is what depression is yeah this is how we treat it yeah this is what anxiety is this is what schizophrenia is this is how we can treat it yeah and this is how we can try to prevent it okay so and of course to do that you have to tackle racism and battle it but in order to really truly battle it you have to have power Mm -hmm. and that is what i'm trying to help our people do is we can't just be um sub you know submitting ourselves to being powerless and hoping mm-hmm. white people will change their minds. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to create our own system with our own people. Exactly. Because that's power. Yeah. And when we'll you have can the change, best do interest that, in you. That's it. So that's what I'm th- That's what I'm trying to do in the next five years is create the blueprint for creating that. So even if it's not me per se doing it and I end up doing some other things. Yeah. I create the blueprint and I'm helping to consult and guide the project. So it becomes not just again I'm a pan Africanist, right? It's not just in Canada. Doesn't matter where you go, you're in Ghana, you're in Togo, you're mm-hmm. in Benin, you're in Somalia. Mm-hmm. You have a system that dashes away the European psychiatry system and not fully, but yeah. take some elements and combine it with our traditional understanding, yeah. similar to what they're trying to yeah. do in South Africa, create our own system. Buy us for us. Thank you. <laughs> Period. Buy us for us. Mm-hmm. Mental health system and basically the healthcare system in general. I'm trying to transform it.
2: Okay. Amazing. Yes, and Before sir. you leave. Can you uh, let people know where they can find you?
0: Excellent. So I guess I'll look at. This yeah. over there. So you can find me on Instagram, Global Mind Emancipation. If you really want me to spell that out, I think that's G L O B A L M I N D. E-M A N C I P A T I O N. Um hey, I was spelling me chat back in the day, but uh Global Mind Emancipation on Instagram. Uh GlobalMindEmancipation.org is my website. You can follow me on LinkedIn, David Grant. I usually keep my Instagram more up to date. Um if you want to email me or uh, you know, about anything, it's info at global Um again, I you can even contact me for any, I guess, mental health related uh you know, whether it's concerns or initiatives that you want me to be a part of. My work number is 647 794 Yeah, and you, I look forward to hearing from anybody who has questions.
2: Dope. Uh, David, I want to thank you for coming on because even like uh, the later part of the conversation, I could, I have so much more to ask you. So I would love like, you know, down the line, if you ever feel like you want to come back, you have a message, you have a word you're always welcome here oh excellent yeah because i because i I have so much yeah yeah. just little things that you say i'm like i'm I'm sticking on to it but i don't have the time right now to get into it so i would love to get into especially about the depression stuff yes i would love to get into that and um thank you for taking the time to come i really appreciate it my pleasure brother thank you appreciate (laughs) for having me thank you